Post podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I like to invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond into uh, today, into my bedroom, to uh, talk about sex and sexuality a little more in depthly, if that's even a word. This, uh, today, I have a super special guest. Uh, she's a Renaissance woman. Oh. <laughs> You're an artist. Uh, she's a director. She's an improviser, a comedian, a performer. Her name is Laura Johnson. Yeah, hi. Yeah, hi. Hey. Sit in your bedroom. <laughs> Welcome to my bedroom. Fully clothed for now. Yeah, for now, we're going to start that way and yeah. just... We'll, we'll do strip podcast and just see yeah. see where we go. That's great for an audio medium. Just <laughs> I'm taking off my shirt. <laughs> it might be sexy. Hey, there's audio. There's like audio erotica. Audio fetish. Yeah. Well, it? I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. I think that's a fetish for literally everything. Yeah, fetish can literally mean anything. But there's like people that write erotica and just right. record them. As audio stories. So people they can they also to talk sexily, though, don't they? I feel like they don't just like read it like a scientist. They also have a little bit of tone to it. Right? Yeah, yeah. They've got to be... Yeah, there's a bit of a performance aspect. <laughs> <laughs> just listen to an old man just read verbatim. <laughs> would be awful. Though I think that's a great sketch idea. <laughs> and then her shirt was removed and she was wet. <laughs> I think the, the uh, Weaker Vessels had a funny sketch where two... Prior uh, guests from my podcast, Jeff Clark and Colin Sharp. Great men. Listen yep. back. Yep. Those are both great episodes. <laughs> if you want to get to know them a little better. Um, I don't. <laughs> hear me, Colin and Jeff? I don't want to get to know you. Um, Jeff Clark wrote a sketch where he was writing erotica about Colin. Really unflattering erotica <laughs> about Colin. And he was reading it to Colin and getting his reaction. Oh, God. That was the basic premise of yep, the sketch. That's a good premise. And that'll do it. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. Laura, <laughs> <laughs> so where like where are you at where sex is concerned? Like what's your opinion of it? Where are you at in your life? Oh man. Uh I think sex is nice. Sex is nice. Sex is a nice thing that happens. Yeah. Uh happens sometimes. Uh, yeah. I'm currently in a relationship, so yeah. sex happens more frequently than I'm not when I'm not in a relationship. Yes, which, yeah. which is a nice thing. I think. <laughs> it's available to me. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's nice. Um, that's one of the great things about being in a relationship that you can. I guess you can do the same thing outside of a relationship, but it takes a lot more. A bit more effort. energy. I mean, it, yeah, I think there's a bit maybe maybe more effort. I don't know. Do you have you like casually dated as well? Uh, do you have experience doing both? Like, yeah. yeah. yeah no, yeah. I think I think I started out uh, my sexual career. That's not a thing. <laughs> it is now. It is, it is now. I have a sexual career. Um, I think I started out like kind of limiting it to like I'm in a relationship. I'm not. I'm in a relationship. I'm not. And that mm-hmm. was kind of how that went. Um, and then I think I had a really bad breakup. Oh God, maybe six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, 2009 or 2008. Mm-hmm. And that, and I got my heart broken real bad. And I was like, you know what? Fuck relationships. And I, and I. <laughs> 
and that's, that's not to say that I went out the next day and went to a, a bar and, and anyway, up. but I think uh, at that point I moved to New York, uh, like mm. a, a two months later and just, I, did, I had lost like 70 pounds. And so I was in a, like a, a new mental headspace of like, sexiness. <laughs> uh, and, and I think that was there that I had my only, not my first, my kind of first like casual, casual sex encounters. And it was only two. It wasn't even a big deal. But like for me at the time. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> not throw it around, but like, like yeah, I'm just going to go to this guy's house. Like, yeah, it's kind of freeing. It's kind of empowering. Like, it was, yeah, but it was, I, they were both awful. Like it was, it was, <laughs> it was weird, and I was not good at it. But I feel like that's not like that's the norm. But I feel like it's hard to have great sex. Like it's very rare to have great sex in a one-time encounter. Well, yeah, and I think especially at that time in my life, like, I was not. Uh, like I had, I had lost a ton of weight, but that didn't mean that I was more comfortable in my body. It wasn't. Right. It wasn't a thing, right? So it was a weird. Uh, it was a weird uh, experience to have someone find me sexy, but me not understand. So it was a very... You not believing it or... Just, I, just, I just didn't get it. Like, I just, I was like, what? You know? Um, <laughs> what now? What's happening? Yeah, I was in acting school and, and, you know, I think I was now confident to wear yoga pants. Yeah. You know, like, it was still so stupid. And, and I didn't understand that as being something that was attractive because I didn't see it that way. Right. Um, so it was weird for me to have someone want me... And, in a sexy way, just I mean, just just sex, just for sex. It was a weird, it was a weird experience. I think. Um, did you look? Do you think maybe you learned something from that experience, or did it take a while? Still, I think it. I think it propelled me to start looking at it a bit differently. Nice. Um, but yeah, because I, I, I do remember the 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 first guy that it happened with was a guy I was in my acting class with, and he was nerdy on the outside, but when he took his shirt off, was like six pack and I was very it, it stunted any pleasure I had because I was so weirded out by you know that the idea of someone with a six pack it's so stupid right but you spend your life fat and you're like what this is not a thing and yeah. it was a really weird it was fun I don't know I don't know how to describe it now looking back but I remember being very like oh no what do I do <laughs> with like, this body this... When, I, when I take my shirt off he's gonna be really disappointed uh, right yeah. yeah just judgment and oh I assume there was no reason for him to want to be with me it was a really weird situation but there was he wanted to have sex with you yeah apparently yeah <laughs> but then I was like that was probably one of my weirdest one of my weird like of my today things because like I went to his place in Brooklyn, and uh, yeah, we just, it, it, it all happened. Whatever. It all happened. It all happened. <laughs> but like, of course, the first time I have like actual casual sex is a giant mirror next to his oh, bed. Oh no! <laughs> like, like, like he knew what he looked like. He knows he looks good. He understood, and he wanted to see more of it for himself. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I had never seen. That's not a thing. Uh, so it was, it was like. Making me face my naked body in every possible way. <laughs> Just a giant mirror. And, um... Oh my god. Yeah, and then... And I, that was the first man I'd ever slept with that wanted to uh, fall asleep naked with me. Which is a very... Again, it was a really foreign situation for someone to, like, want to be next to my body. It was a very, like, surreal moment. Yeah. To the point where, like, he fell asleep happy as a clam. Yeah, you sure. Know, he watched himself have sex. He had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was great. Uh, I can't, I can't speak to my own performance at, at all, uh, but I remember being so weirded out by the whole experience yeah. that, um, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep at all. 
Oh, I can I, never sleep at somebody else's house. No, yeah, there's probably that aspect to it as well. There was just so many things swimming in my head of like, and lying there with someone holding my like my naked body was a very strange, uh, foreign thing. And someone you don't know very well, yeah, like especially he, in an intimate way. Yeah, it was so weird. I didn't understand it. Like, I wanted him to wake him up, wake him up, and go. Should I put clothes on? Like, this must be weirding you out. Like, you know. But it clearly wasn't weirding him. <clears throat> yeah, he was he fine. Was, he he was he was having a good REM cycle. Like, he was fine. <laughs> um, I couldn't sleep. Um, so I couldn't sleep for so long that I actually got up and I was, of course, again, this was like six, seven years ago. I was like 24. Uh, I got up and was, <laughs> I was doing a lot of journaling at that time. You journaled. I fucking sat next to the bed in the dark at like four in the morning, post-coital and got up and I think I put clothes on. I don't even remember now, but I got up and I couldn't see. So I lit a candle, lit oh a candle, sit na- sat next to his, be- his bed and wrote in the journal. What did you write? I don't know. I could, I still have them somewhere, but like probably something like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. What do I do? And then of course he woke up. Like, <laughs> imagine like waking up <laughs> after like a, like not a one night stand. Like I knew him obviously, but waking up, rolling over and there's a girl by candlelight next to your bed <laughs> journaling. Like it doesn't. We never had sex again. It was... It did not... It did not... Prompt. Do you remember... Did he say anything when he woke up? Do you remember? I think he probably said, what are you doing? <laughs> what did you do? I'm sure I said, just journaling. I don't know. I have no idea because it was... I felt like I had gotten caught like, writing about him, which I don't know. I'm sure I was just writing myself, but uh, I can only imagine what that would have looked like to him. <laughs> yeah, from the that outside. I was just so not cool about what happened. I had to journal about it. And I remember the next morning him getting up and kind of like shrugging and being like eating a piece of melon, being like, "Did you want some breakfast?" And I was like, "No, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta get out of here and write in my journal more about what just happened." It was, yeah, yeah. You had to finish the entry, yeah, because no, you're I, interrupted, so yeah. you had to go back to it. Absolutely, I get it. Yeah, that's my that's my like, the first of. Was you said there was a second a second time kind oh, of in, awful, in New yeah. York same. Yeah. Same idea, kind of. That one was just a bad partner that did not work out. Oh, uh, yeah, it was just a bad. It was not. And that was probably the first time in my life that I've ever, that I've ever been like, "This is awful." It, while it was happening, like, "This is bad." <laughs> did you get out of it realizing that? Were you like, "I no, got. I'm gonna go. I gotta go." God, no. He was no. You know, it, it was uh, no. I didn't get out of it. Uh, I didn't know how. I felt bad. I felt guilty. Like I felt. Is this during the sex? You're like, oh, yeah. oh this sucks. This sucks. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it sucks. It was awful. It was awful in so many ways. Uh, I don't, I haven't spoken to him in a long time. He was, an, he was, a, he was such a nice, he was such a nice guy. Oh, just I, the sex was bad. It was terrible. What was bad about it? Do you remember? Like, could, <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember everything. <laughs> I remember everything that was bad about it. <laughs> Every little detail uh, that was bad about it. Um, uh, I think it was, um, God, it, it wouldn't end. It wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't end. Um, it wouldn't end. Uh, I couldn't feel anything. Uh, on and on. Yeah, it just went forever, and then the excuses started coming out as to why it was going on forever. Like, uh, he, he was. He yeah, was. He kept apologizing. Oh no! So he knew. He knew. Yeah, it was just. Uh, it was just a bad time. And uh, <laughs> no. And I think. It, and I think. Yeah. At one point. God, I don't know. This is like, yeah, this is, this is pretty personal now. We're like, we're not going to say personal thing. We're gonna say personal thing. I guess about somebody else, though, not about me. I was great. <laughs> but, I'm going to assume you were great. I'm going to assume my skills were top notch eight years ago, six years ago. I don't remember. Yeah. 2009. Um, 
Yeah, it was just it was just wasn't going well at all. Yeah. And uh, there was, it was you knew, he knew, we all knew. Um, <laughs> everyone knew. Everyone knew, and he was apologizing profusely, and oh, no. he was tossing out excuses about being tired or this reason or that reason, and um, and then uh, you know what? Fuck, I'll just tell you. It was the the, the final one that ended it was that he was like. Um, you know, I think I don't know if you ever had a guy like complaining, saying, oh, the co- it's a condom desensitizing. Like, I can't, yes. that's why I can't yes. finish, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, too bad. It's staying on. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like, he wants to take it off. Yeah. And then, oh, and then yeah. he's, what did he say? He's like, I'm just, th- he's like, I just think maybe, he's like, I think maybe your vagina's too big. I can't. No. And I was like, all right, we're done here. No. Yeah. It was, no. And it was like a, gen- and, I, and I feel like it was like a genuine, like, he really was looking for reasons as to why. It wasn't uh, working for him, but I was just like, I just, we're good here. Like, I think we're done. And I was like, I think we he, don't need to figure I it think out. He made a good effort. I think, I think we're going to, we're going to end it here. And it was, uh, a for effort buddy, but oh. yeah, it was just, I don't know if it was like a pressure thing. Cause it was a bit, let's be neutral. It sounds like it. a pressure thing, a nerve. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But... It sounds like it. Yeah. Cause once, once, you know, once you're in your head, especially I can imagine being a guy that's got to maintain an erection yeah. and, and having to climax, like, you know, some guys get performance anxiety. Right. Yep. And as you're saying, he like, was audibly apologizing and which just creating... Made it, which just made it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm right. sure he was just, like, at that point, just anxiety, right? Yeah. And at that point, there's no way that, that anything good's going to happen yeah. from there forward. Yeah, you know? once you're having a conversation about it being bad... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where do you go from there? <laughs> you can't come, You can't bounce back, you know? <laughs> like, you know, I, I get it. We're, yeah, I know. Let's just keep trying for a little longer, though, okay? <laughs> yeah. We'll I'll give you it. another five minutes, and then, like, let's just cap it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a strange situation. I, I, I don't know. I've never... Um, I can only put myself in that person's position. It yeah. Is, uh, yeah, it was just, but yeah, so I had, uh, it was a very interesting experience in New York. <laughs> I mean, it's all good experiences. Like, I agree. I've had some, I've had a couple of times where it's just terrible sex, but what, you know what? I was like, I went out there and I did it. Like, yeah. as you were saying at that point in your life, you're kind of like, this is the new me. And like, I'm, you know, I'm going to just go and try this yeah. essentially. Yeah. Definitely allowing like moments to, to to just happen rather than, rather than having to have a label of go or dating or like it was a, it was a whole new world for sure. Yeah. So in that way, it's like, it's a success. Cause it's like a life experience moment that you went and took and, and you know, like who cares really how it turned out. Like, yeah. And it would have been nice if it turned out like with great sex, sure, but yeah. it's still a valid like life experience. But I, but I think, yeah, I think there was an element of, um, I think with every experience you just learn a bit more about the other half of to it. I didn't, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel, um, a judgment on him. It was, it was just more like, yeah, no, it's okay. Like I get it. It happens. You don't have to apologize. And it was like, it was once the excuses were coming out about like somehow it being me that I was like, okay, I don't want to do this then. Like we're, yeah, we're, we're not, let's just, let's just like end it here. Like it's okay. Like they don't, it doesn't have to be fireworks. Like it's okay. Yeah. Um, and we don't need to figure, we don't need to, this isn't the therapy session where we pinpoint exactly what yeah. it was. And that, you definitely learn that idea of like what you like, right? Like, well, guess what? I don't like someone apologizing profusely. <laughs> yeah. So you learned something <laughs> too. That's a preference of mine. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get turned on by it. Yeah. Maybe someone would. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Maybe so. Maybe someone's kink is apologies. <laughs> the more you apologize, the more I get turned As on. As we said, there's a kink for everything. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you just, you learn what you like. You learn what you'll put up with to a degree. You learn what, uh, you know, learning that... Yeah, like, maybe next time that happens, 
I'm just going to say, you know what? Like, I, yeah, I think I would have ended it earlier. Ended earlier. So yeah. that's a valuable experience to learn. Like, Save both of our sanities. Yeah, you know, like, it obviously, from that point forward, there's nothing good to be done. So why don't we just... When you see that, when you foresee that happening, let's just end it. Yeah, let's end it here. Have a cuddle sesh, and yeah. um, maybe try again. We'll see what happens. I don't yeah. know. Right? Yeah, but yeah, and and you just yeah, definitely all learning experience. Yeah. yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah. But now you're in a relationship, which is nice. Yeah, I'm also in a relationship. Congratulations. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> Congrats <laughs> to you. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> um, are you guys monogamous? Yeah. That that might be the assumption, but yeah, I yeah, like yeah. to ask. Yeah. Do you like monogamy generally? Do you find it difficult? Do you, no, is I it, or I, is it your jam? No, I think I like monogamy. I think I've always been very curious about the other side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always a conversation uh, that <clears throat> my current partner and other partners have had of like, you talk about the idea, not out of wanting, but out of like a curiosity of how other people live. Yeah. Um, and that some people seem to be having a lot of fun with it. Like, what is that? What would that be like? But I yeah. think, uh, for me, the more I think about it, it's like no matter my curiosity does not never trumps the knowledge of who I am. That it's, yeah. there's the, I don't I I do have a thing that I think that being put in that position or putting myself there, I don't know if I would enjoy it. Hmm. Um, Why do you think not? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's very possible just an upbringing thing. Um, there's definitely, like, I've been cheated on, cheated on before. That felt awful. Yeah, that go, feels awful. Not going through, one of going through that experience again. Mm-hmm. Especially to my face, would be, I guess, would feel weird. Yeah. Or maybe it wouldn't. I don't, I have no concept. Yeah. Um, I think that... Uh, but you can kind of develop a an opinion, you know, based on your past experiences. Yeah, I've always, I've always wondered if I was ever to try something like that, it would probably not be with someone that I care about. It would, it would have to be with someone completely, um, that I had nothing to lose. Right. I would never want to lose a relationship over it. Like a deep, intimate, emotionally intimate relationship. Yeah. Like yeah. the idea of seeing my boyfriend kiss a girl right in front of me, like, <laughs> like yeah. I, I think I'd lose my brain. Like I think no matter how many, and we talked about this before, um, you know, no matter how many rules, you, I know that people put rules on it, they discuss yeah. it, they really like, you know, they develop like, um, agreements and situations. But yeah, like say one of the things, if that, if you, even the thought of that, you couldn't stand that, then he could never, a rule could be, it would never happen if we're out together somewhere. Yeah. Like you couldn't pick up a girl if you and I are out doing something together. Yeah, right, even they do, like, even they do threesomes and things, right? It's oh, like, right, it's like, okay. No matter how many, much you, how much you discuss, the like, what's going to happen? You don't know until look. you're there. Until I get in that room, like, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I, I, my belief is that no matter how many rules I put on it, the minute I get in that room and just like... It's all out I, the window. I'm done. I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this. I think, I just feel like that would probably happen. My, my gut would twist. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's, it is a learning curve, mm. for sure, because what you're saying is super true. You don't know until you get in that room or until you're actually doing it it's hard to so so you kind of at least in my personal experience and kind of other people I've talked to you kind of do it first and then you're like okay well that part made me uncomfortable but everything else I was kind of I was okay with yeah so it's like okay let's make a rule where we don't do that specific thing that made yeah you know someone someone uncomfortable yeah and then go forward from there and you know new things happen as well and it's like okay perhaps not do that thing (laughs) now, you know, so it is, yeah, so it is kind of like a learning curve and play it by ear because you don't know until you do it. I think in a lot of ways I'm a late bloomer to just sexual experimentation in general that Mm -hmm. uh, there is a different, I don't know, I don't know if it's a discomfort and insecurity or a fear or all three of those things, Mm -hmm. but there's like, it's like I know the things that I, that uh, 
I know what I've done. I think I, the other ones kind of maybe just scare me a little bit too much mm-hmm. to a to degree that I, um, I'm just not sure about them. I'm always, inter- I mean, I'm eternally curious. Yeah. Uh, which is for better or for worse. I always, I do think about it and talk about it. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what I would, what I would enjoy or feel comfortable with. For sure. Yeah. Is this only where like polyamory type stuff is concerned or like, what yeah. about like the f- fetish world or like, uh, no, I think I'm, I'm open to, I'm always open to experiencing that stuff when I'm with my partner. I think yeah. that stuff, you know, whenever I've been in a relationship, I'm like, what have you thought about? Like, what would you ever want to try? That stuff I don't, it's weird. I don't mind it with one-on-one. Yeah. It's when you bring someone else in, I think there's a, there's an element for me that I just have a, a, a bit of a fear there. Sure. Um, that I haven't fully explored and I haven't fully, uh, and I think it's just a lot of it is like, a, probably just a lot of not wanting to lose the person. Yeah. That's you know? the, that's the basis of, yeah, a lot of that fear yeah. of even like where the root of jealousy is it's like you're you're afraid the other person will take them away yep take away your partner absolutely for sure yeah and i mean it's valid and as much as you can say you trust your partner it's like but you trust do you trust that other person do you trust her yeah no do you have an intimate relationship with her where you trust and love her and and what she's gonna do no no you don't no you don't know her no so or you do. It's gonna make it real hard. Or you do. It might be worse. <laughs> when they get married, it's gonna be real fucking. Because <laughs> you're all gonna be invited. Oh my god, of course. Everybody. Right? I them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Do you? Did you get introduced? How did you meet your current partner? Uh, through a friend. Through a friend. Well, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Same with me and Matt. Actually. Oh yeah. We um had our fifth anniversary of when we met because my friend Becky J Johnson said, "Why don't we go to this New Year's?" Eve party. Oh yeah, at Matt McCready's house. What a loser! I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to that party. Too late. You already went. Now you're with him. <laughs> five cut to five years later. Yeah. So we had our five year anniversary on New Year's Eve because right. that's where we met. That's great. I've uh, I've I've never I never quite made it to two years yet. I've never made it to two years with anybody yet. No, so just... I, it's hard to fathom anything longer than two years. <laughs> to be everything only lasts two years or less. <laughs> Why is that? Do you think? Is there a reason? I or? don't know. Ask, ask the guys that dump me. <laughs> ask the guys that dump me. Maybe the next four podcasts will be all your ex boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. I'll just, I'll just. Well, around the seventeenth month mark, I just felt like things were done. Uh, no, I mean it's it's happened now. Some dumb, some got dumped. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, haven't. Uh, so I always think it's amazing people that uh, go for that long. When I hear marriages that last forty five years, I'm like, oh, that's great. Mind boggling. How, how did you do that? How did you do that? <laughs> Teach me. That's fantastic. Tell me about your life. Yeah, I definitely want that. I think that's great. <laughs> um, I think it's time for us to take a little break. Let's go pee. Let's go pee. Let's have more water. <laughs> we'll be right back with Laura Johnson. This episode has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hello. 
Hello, and we're back at the Bedpost Podcast with our guest, Laura Johnson. Oh, that's me. Oh, hi. Hey, it's you. I'm back. Hello. <laughs> we peed. I, I, I peed. I made myself a tea. Mm-hmm. And we're back. Yeah, a lot of liquids happened <laughs> on the break. <laughs> things with liquids. Yeah. You know what? Okay, I, um, I just started working in um, adult retail, which well, is fun. Okay, like a sex... Uh... I'm losing the words. A sex store. That, yeah, it's like a sex toy store? Like, yeah. That's not what they're called, though. <laughs> a toy store? A to- but for sex. Not, that's, not, that's not right. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, speaking of liquids, yeah. one one of the fun toys that I'm like, I can't get enough of, it's a butt plug. Oh, yeah. But it's hollow. <laughs> what do you fill it with in your butt? Liquids, if you want. Like tea? <laughs> like nice tea. Cam- nice soothing chamomile? <laughs> Perhaps. If it was a mild temperature, yes. I don't know. Um, like some people like some people like milk. <laughs> like like cream, stuff like that. Because they like the visual? Yeah, they I like guess. the visual, yeah. Because you can see it like coming out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but also like there are some plugs, some hollow type plugs or like gapers where it's just like the visual of seeing like, all the way in. All the way in. Like, like a pap smear. Yeah, 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 kind of like a, um, what's that called? A speculum. Oh, that's terrifying. Not that, not that crazy, but it's just like a pretty thick butt plug that's hollow. Wow. Yeah, so it's either for liquid play. Oh, God. <laughs> or just for the Which visual, like, so the naive. aesthetics. I'm so naive that if someone was like, yeah, liquid play, I would just assume they're playing Marco Polo at a pool party. <laughs> like, I would not... <laughs> Like, I'm just naive enough that I'd be like, that's not a sexual thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, it's probably Marco Polo. Yeah. Of, yeah. Some, of some kind. Probably. In the bum. <laughs> Do you have any toys involved in your sex life? Masturbation or a couple, uh... uh... Yeah, I mean, I've owned various vibrators throughout my life. Yeah. What types of vibes... Do you generally... I like the good vibes. The good vibes? I like good, good vibes only. I like good positive vibes. <laughs> positive vibrations. Do you uh, have, like, a rechargeable... Do you, like, do you invest in a good vibe? Uh, I didn't invest in a good vibe until... Oh, years ago. I, like, before then, I, I kind of held out for a long time. Me too. I um, bought a lot of shitty vibrators and bought a lot of batteries. Went through a lot damaged, of batteries. Damaged a lot of shower heads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is removable, right? Yeah. No, nope, nope. it wasn't. Shit. <laughs> Thanks for tearing off the wall. <laughs> I needed it. <laughs> um, Whatever. Those things are cheap, right? Yeah, I think I think it was a it was a very interesting experience buying my buying my first vibrator. Um, mm-hmm. and it was a and I was happy about it after I did. I was like, yeah. this is a new world. Me too. I bought a vibrator, my first vibrator, pretty late. Like I enjoyed because yeah, yeah. I used my hand and I was able to get off with a partner like through them going down on me, yeah, no yeah. problem. Yeah. And I didn't. I think I've, I was in a lot of relationships, like kind of long-term relationships. Yeah. And I got in the habit of not really masturbating. Yeah, isn't that weird? You can, yeah. It's like, it's like now that I'm having sex, I don't need to do that anymore. Yeah. And it's readily available. So if you're <laughs> feeling like I kind of need to get off for whatever reason, you just go to your partner and you're yeah. like, let's Come have here. sex, please. Come here. <laughs> you here. Now. Bed. <laughs> Thank you. So I think, and I had a lot of long-term relationships all in a row. Right. Until like kind of early 20s, mid 20s. And I found myself single. And yeah. I was like, I use my hand, but I kind of was like, I think I can do this better. Yeah. Like I can do this more effectively. Yeah. I've had a couple, I've had a couple boyfriends, um, in past relationships, uh, buy like those weird, like cock ring vibrator things. Oh yeah. Vibrating cock ring. They're, they're awful. They're such yeah. a waste of time. I've never had success with those. No. Because. And both of those guys got me them for Christmas, oddly enough. 
It was a it was a weird trend. <laughs> I mean, a ring is good. I don't know. Like for me to have vibration for the cock ring, it's supposed to be hitting like the clitoris, right? It's supposed to be. But it's not going to be hitting it as consistently as you need it to. Yeah. So it's just in the way. So it's just yeah, it's just hitting you annoyingly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and the only way for for it to actually hit you consistently is for just to like sit there inside of you. He's got to stay there inside of you, which <laughs> it was a really great intention. Whoever whoever invented it was like they had good intentions. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it might have been a man that did it and was like, I don't like so many male owned companies yeah. create products for women. Yeah. And that's why they don't there's no utility in them. Like yeah. like yeah. it's just like what they think would be sexy for a woman to use. And it's like, no, that's not what a sex toy that's what not what a woman masturbating yeah. in like her own room yeah. trying to feel pleasure for herself should be about. Like you don't need to be involved. Yeah. In and you don't need say in what I do in my bedroom to get myself off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like those those, those uber elaborate ones. So oh. they, they're just, I look at them and go, I can't. I, can't. I just can't bring yeah. that home and and use it with a straight face. Yeah, I can't. You take that seriously. I can't. I can't enjoy that sincerely. <laughs> I mean, the curiosity is still there to try these crazy like. Like, we have ones that are, like, three-pronged. Yeah. So there's, like, you've got the clitoral, you've got the internal, it's vaginal, and the, the anal. Yeah, and I'm and like, then there's, like, the thing that makes you a sandwich. It just, like, there's, like, a hole. There's a million different apparatuses. <laughs> and it's just, like, this thing is going to obliterate my vagina. It's not going to do anything. It's going to dig another hole. <laughs> it's gonna, Somewhere. Like, it's just gonna, Somehow. Carve, it's just, like, a jack-o'-lantern. It's going to carve out my insides. <laughs> And while beads are rolling around and vibrating rabbits, and then it lights up for some reason. Yeah, it lights up I can't too. find it anymore because I lose it inside the case. There's glitter, it like it's it's glitter, and it plays on my iTunes <laughs> list. Like I can put a playlist into it. Like it doesn't make any sense. No, I mean the curiosity is still there for me. Like what what would that feel like? But it probably would feel terrible. I would just be like, ah, this is awful. Yeah, I feel like it's so much stimulation. Like I it's don't know. Too, yeah, I think it's it, too much. Yeah. Yeah. So you like a conservative uh, sex toy? I like just you have a conservative time. choice. I just want to take my time. You know? Yeah. I just want to like. I just want to like uh, enjoy enjoy the moment. <laughs> <laughs> do you like? Do you make an atmosphere? Like, do you put on a candle? Do you put on music? Do you what? Paint no. the picture for me. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It. Uh, sometimes I have definitely been no. I I do watch porn sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, and then sometimes I don't. I couldn't tell you. There's no. I don't. There's I no. Don't, there is no regime, and sometimes I wonder if I should make a regime to make it even more enjoyable for myself. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm never being like this needs. This needs a candle. This needs some Elvis Costello. I've this ne- needs I've some never, incense. I'm never this thinking needs... about like, oh god, the atmosphere is really killing, <laughs> killing the mood, killing the mood. Like, <laughs> if the only thing that ever kills the mood is my cat coming too close. That's the only time that the mood's like, all right, bud, you're too close to what's happening right now. <laughs> Or he just, like, settles in for a cuddle right next to you. It's yeah. like, I, I can't take this seriously anymore. So you gotta shoot the cat. Yeah. Can you, like, shut the cat outside of the I bedroom? Live in the studio apartment. No, he's... No, he's everywhere! He's just roaming around. <laughs> <laughs> I would find that... I mean, I love dogs, but I would find that troublesome. Yeah. I've definitely... I've pretty much only, always owned a cat. And mm-hmm. It's always an interesting moment when, like, when you're having sex with somebody. And yeah. And just come up and, like, have a nap at the end of the bed. <laughs> While you're having sex, yeah, yeah. they don't they don't mind the movement and I, the noise. No, that doesn't phase the real, cat. It's real weird. 
phases me real good, though. Like, how are you sleeping right now? <laughs> Get out of the way. Get off the bed. So, you know what? I have had threesomes. That's a... <laughs> yeah, I have. Fair uh, enough. Third person is a little passive, but, uh, you know what? There's another pair of eyes yeah. on you. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> it's a voyeur, if you will. Yeah. Do your partners... Uh, does it bother your partners ever when you've had a cat? Uh, I've, had pre- I've had previous partners be like, it's just weird. He just sits there and stares. But <laughs> does, does he sit there and stare sometimes? My old cat used to. My old cat, uh, my current cat will just go to sleep. But my old cat would just kind of sit there like a prince on a throne and just stare you down. It was like... Very intimidating. Yeah, he's a white cat with blue eyes just like stare at you. It's like, is it a gizmo? He's like, gizmo, get out of here. <laughs> does he, if you say go? Gizmo, no. No, he, I mean, he would shoo him away. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was always a little... <laughs> a little oh, awkward. Oh, weird. Like, does he know what's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> He's dead now. So. I'll also have your cat on another podcast. I'll have, I'm the... <laughs> He's pretty tight-lipped. He I'll... doesn't say anything. <laughs> he keeps my secrets. <laughs> That's nice, at least. Yeah. Um, so, are you using, like, my... I use a bullet, usually. Bullet vibe. Yeah. Is that something you enjoy? I have not used that one specifically. No, no. not like a small no. external vibrator. No, like I think uh, <clears throat> I um. There have definitely been like toy discussions, and I think I've we've, I've tried different partners. Yeah. Um, but generally, I don't think I I never think to need one. Like usually, yeah. my I mean, you know, my partners are pretty good, and yeah, you know. do the trick. He does the trick. Yeah, like I mean, so so far, it's yeah. uh, it's not been a thing where it's like, oh, I need this. Something's yeah. missing. Right, um, but like you said, like I think one on one, it's always a nice thing to kind of maybe we should like just experiment, see what what would what would be nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially uh, for a gift for a, a you know like for a birthday or a Christmas. Yeah, it might be a fun thing to get. Just Although to... if I get another vibrating cock ring for oh, Christmas, oh fuck it, just I'm just gonna cut the strings loose. Just, awful. just <laughs> stop doing it. Do I? It's like, it's like I look like a girl who's like she needs a vibrating cock ring. <laughs> That's what I think about when I see when I see. And I like rings. I like I like just a ring, but it's let's get real. The ring is for the guy. The ring is not yeah. necessarily for the the female's pleasure. Yeah, I guess it technically is if it keeps him going. Yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. But... In that way, yes. But I mean, we don't need to feel anything from the yeah. the ring specifically. Yeah, we don't need to. It doesn't need to be studded for our pleasure. Doesn't need to be ribbed for her pleasure. I've never had pleasure from studs. It's never a thing that has occurred. <laughs> Just ever. No. Just generally. It's fine. There's, I don't feel nothing. It's fine. One thing I'm like, so I know quite a bit about vibrators, but one thing I'm like kind of learning more about is all the toys for guys, mm. like from working at the store. Oh, that's fair. Like yeah. I, I knew about, I knew about a cock ring and I knew about like a masturbation sleeve, uh-huh. like the fleshlight. Yeah, yeah. I knew about that. But there's actually, like, a lot more, because usually Mac gives me, sometimes Mac gives me kind of a sexy present, <laughs> and I never know what kind of sexy present it's to get him. Nice. <laughs> 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 and, like, I just don't know, but there's, there's like, vibrators, there's guybrators, they call them. That's just so sad they have to do that. I know, why gender? Just they even have a different name for like a thong, like because women it, wear thongs. Is it a gong? It's something like it's something man, like something with the word man in it or something. A man, man, I don't know. Man you, string? Yes. A, I don't know. A guy string? Something. Yeah, guy string. <laughs> something. But they've got to yeah, they've got to make them different, right? But there's lots. Like there's a lot of toys that like aren't 
they're a masturbation sleeve, but like not the whole fleshlight yeah. situation. It's just like a little squishy silicone thing huh. that you can like honestly just like fit in your pocket. Some are called like a pocket pussy. <laughs> <And> travel. <laughs> a little travel. Travel companion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, and there's like, um, I didn't realize there's like masturbation creams. Oh. Which is just for, like, it's not for internal use. Yeah. It's just for a guy jerking off, essentially. A guy jerking off. How is it different from lube? Um, apparently it's way different from the guys that work at this store. They're like, this is, like, a crazy good product. And I'm like, what a nice stocking stuffer. Interesting. Just to get a masturbation cream. Just for, you know, UDs and the privacy of your own <laughs> office. Yeah, you're in your <laughs> office. In your crawl space. <laughs> Yeah, but I was like, I don't know. I'm learning a lot and I really like it. What is like, what are some of the fantasies you like enjoy? Are you a big on like the brain is like the biggest sex organ? Uh, is that something that you I, think? That I believe that or that I, that I, ex- that I use that? That you think that uh, for yourself? I think, I think a lot of sex is mental for sure. Yeah. Yeah. In what way do you think, are you thinking of scenarios ever or... What, like, what mentally do you need? I don't know. What does the mental game have to be? You know, I really wish that I could, like, break it down, like, oh, I need this to be a thing, or I need this to be said. Right. Um, I honestly don't know. Um, or I do know, and I'm just too embarrassed to say it. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, when I'm with my partner, I, I'd say... I'm pretty much always with my partner. I don't, I'm not thinking of like another scenario. Like what if he was the mailman? Like I'm not thinking of that. <laughs> no. No. Sexy mailman you're not into. No. There are very few sexy mailmen out there. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I don't think I'm at, like, I, there's nothing that I could say concretely that I'm like thinking like, oh, this, I have to think of this. Or um, if I think of any things, it probably comes in and out. Yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, I think that's about as close as I'll go with it. Like, I mean, yeah. even when I watch porn, like, it's pretty, like, it's just kind of standard. Like, I enjoy watching people have pleasure. That's about as, about as far as it goes. Like, I'm not into BDSM. Right. That doesn't, like, it doesn't get me, it doesn't excite me to see people in pain or, like, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, me neither. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, I don't like the fake shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, cool, they're enjoying each other. This is nice. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you can tell in a porn when they're actually yeah. enjoying the yeah. acts and having a good time. Yeah. And even generally like each other. Yeah. I think you can tell all that. I like to think so. And it's nice to see. Yeah. And uh, I think just, yeah, as long as I, as long as like they're both uh, just very into it, it seems to be. I yeah. don't know. Uh, I hate but when they're fake into it. I mean, yeah. I do you have, do you have some pet peeves when you watch porn? I hate, okay, my <laughs> thing I fucking hate is when they show, like, like they're into it and they're doing their thing and it's like, great. And then the girl chooses to look directly in the camera and is like mugging and like being sexy into the camera. Like just just a face shot. Just over moaning too. Like like, you're enjoying that thing in your mouth a little more than I believe it. (laughs) I just don't believe you're, like, you're acting like it's a Big Mac and it's just not. Like, there's just something about it that, like... Just pull it back a little too bit. Much. It's like, it's like uh, what about Bob? You know, he's eating dinner. What about Bob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm, oh, God, so good. Like, 
And she's like, okay, you're overselling it. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of is Bubba Bob. I just, you know, that's what I think about in sex is what about Bob? Just Bill Murray eating dinner. Perfect. That's what I can't, that's my limit. <laughs> For me, it's like breaking the fourth wall. Like, oh, un- yeah. unless that's established that it's like a point of view thing yeah. where the cameraman is a character. Right, right. Other than that, I cannot, I, I don't like when they suddenly break I the fourth I just, wall. Yeah, I think I don't like it when it's overstaged. I think if it, if it feels like in some way, like it's an authentic. Yeah, an authentic experience. Like an authentic, like, oh, we're <laughs> we're just two regular people. And having sex. Loving so, this. So shit. you don't like the whole scene set up of like, hi, I'm here. <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, no, I'm not in, like, I might fast forward through that part, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I generally fast forward through the setup as well. Yeah. But I, I generally stop watching when it gets to like actual an actual like real hardcore sex yeah shot i like like the part in between i actually like i think i actually like when they're like kissing and touching that's what i'm saying getting and getting heated up i think that is really because i I mean i like that in general in my own life yeah 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 yeah, uh, exactly yeah when people are like enjoying each other and not just like let's just back like it's not something that i would gear to be geared towards yeah me yeah. too yeah i'll generally watch like maybe the 10 or so minutes between <laughs> yeah between this dumb setup <laughs> you, like, do you light a candle put some music <laughs> like the incense. <laughs> and then um yeah and then when when they're starting to have sex i'm like okay well i'm out yeah yeah sometimes i think i just sometimes i think i would only um sometimes i think I just use porn just to kind of get me into that mindset it's not that i actually need it to right enjoy anything it's just like it kind of like you know breaks it turns your apartment into not your apartment anymore for a second or that's something, that's know? a good point to kind of put your mind like okay not thinking about work not thinking about the other shit you have to do today and sometimes i think it's almost like it's almost like a just a faster way to get there because i think that yeah i could probably lie there for half an hour sort of and think of scenarios and doing but i think sometimes maybe i don't know maybe it's also a way of just kind of like getting me there a little bit faster than i would if i was just lying in my bed alone yeah trying to imagine it i can't think of the last time i just lied in bed and thought of fantasies no, I mean, maybe I should try that more. Maybe I should. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, it's like the minute the minute we're like I'm done, I'm I'm done. Like I turn it. I'm like I'm out, I'm out. I can't watch this anymore. This is unwatchable. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I I don't even. Well, this is a bad um, habit because my partner and I share the same laptop. But I have a habit <laughs> of just shutting the laptop. Uh. <laughs> so the next thing you see when you open the laptop. <laughs> This yeah. happened last night, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We were... When what Ma- were you doing last night? My <laughs> research. <laughs> For my podcast? Yeah. Uh, I was... <laughs> no, Matt was like, got back from like teaching an improv class. And he's like, oh, there was a Raptor game. And like, let's watch the Raptor game. Opens the laptop. And he's like, wow. <laughs> you uh, got off, didn't you? And I'm like, yeah, I did. He's like, oh, because even it says the category that you were looking in. Oh. He's like, ah, oh, male, male, female, threesome, eh? And I'm oh, like, oh, I remember, God. I remember an ex years and years ago. This is a, this is a total ex. I'll fuck. I remember finding on his laptop elder porn. Oh. And being, and being a little like, what is this? <laughs> like it was, and it, again, I was like 23 or 24 and just being like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> elder porn and and just yeah just a ton of pictures and 
He'd never so not so not even like he clicked on it once. No, no. He there was, is a lot of evidence of it. Yeah, elder porn, and it was a, uh, and we had been there for like over a year at that point. And like, I mean, I always say, I, I mean, you don't say things right up front, but I was just like, he's never spoken to me about this. I felt weirdly like, but who is this person? Like, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Did you ever bring it up? No, no, God, no, no, no. I never brought it up. I just like turned his laptop down. I was like, I shouldn't have seen that. Um, yeah, that's his thing. My bad. I I also, uh... <laughs> also want to respect that maybe it's a private thing and he's not ready to talk about it at that time, and you don't want to shame the person or make them or judge them. But I remember being like, oh, oh no, <laughs> like. And I mean, you don't have to like tell your partner every single thing you watch. Yeah. But I feel like if it's a consistent thing, that's. A fantasy of yours. Yeah, but it, I, yeah. Imagine he asked me to be a grandma. In the, no, I would Like, I, I don't know. Like, what would you do? Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, well, first of all, I'll be a grandma on stage, and they're very cartoon-like. I don't know if I could, like, convincingly play a grandma, but... Um, <laughs> in the bedroom. It would, yeah. I, I always wonder about, too, like, what would happen if he's like, listen, I'm into grandmas. Yeah, then what? Yeah, yeah. What? Do, okay. <laughs> what? How do you fulfill that need? What do you do with that? Like... <laughs> I'm so I'm glad he never brought it up. I don't know. What, I don't know what I would have done. Like gone out and bought some like huge underwear or like pantyhose or I didn't know whether because I, I, I've never spoke about it. I didn't know whether he just fantasized about older women and that's how it came out. Right. Yeah. It was like a it was a really shocking thing because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if it's older women, then you could do that. You could play the kind of dominant figure. I don't know if, yeah, because I, could I, kind I, of again, play. I have no idea what he enjoyed about it. I don't know if it was the age <laughs> thing, if it was the wrinkle. I don't know what yeah. he liked. And maybe that's why he never told you, because he wouldn't know how to work that into... Well, that's, I, think, I think that's an interesting thing, too, because I think about if I've ever had some fantasies here and there, you go, how would I even bring that up without somehow uh, affecting the relationship or the dynamic of, like, how because how would that person fulfill my need to, I don't know. Like Granny... Porn. Yeah, yeah. How, like, yeah. Hypothetically, in that scenario, how could I fulfill that? How need? could you? Yeah. I don't. I don't honestly yeah. don't know, and I don't know if I'd feel comfortable with my like my extreme imagination of what like <laughs> what I would might have to do. It's like I don't know if I could enjoy that. Like, yeah. Like on my level. Could I even do that for him? Like, just as a nice thing to do for a without person. Without laughing. Without laughing. <laughs> it's the point. main. It's the main thing. Yeah. And and well, I mean, also that could just be a thing that he does in private and yeah. he doesn't why he didn't come to you with it is because he doesn't need that to be into the yeah. couple into your couples thing in the bedroom yeah and maybe he was just curious maybe he just stumbled upon something I don't know but I just remember I was, I was young I was still you know yeah, I, was pretty, I was a pretty late bloomer and it was like I, and it just threw you for a loop I was like this is okay <laughs> I love it I'm never borrowing his laptop again yeah lesson learned yeah <laughs> interesting everyone has their own their own things and it's and it's even there's times where i've i think where i've seen porn that i'm like i don't know why this is enjoyable to me but i i I like it i don't know what and i couldn't even explain to you now i don't know it's like this is just for some reason i like this for some reason yeah right now yeah and like no judgment like you're allowed to like whatever Mm -hmm. especially in the privacy of your own you and your laptop fucking fucking watch and your cat me and my cat just hanging out (laughs) perusing the net (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love that image too. Just you both, like it's just so chill. It's just the chillest cat, just having a nap. Oh my god, it's I so love weird. It. I love it. I'm divulging too much. <laughs> Which uh, is a good time to end it because I mean you've <laughs> divulged enough. I think. I hope 
all my ex-boyfriends have listened to this going, oh no, no, is it me? It's me. Well, they would know if it's them. I think. I think <laughs> it's pretty know. specific. I think elder porn man is probably pretty like, oh. <laughs> I think he knows. I think he knows. He knows who he is. He knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, have uh, anything you want to tell our listeners about, like, performance-wise you have coming up? I'm doing your show next week. Yeah! I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I didn't even talk to you about that. Yeah. Yeah? You still don't know? Like, I think I have ideas. I think I have ideas of, like, you know either good sex stories or bad sex stories. Uh, we I, mean, might, I just we, told a couple bad Yeah, episodes. we might have just jogged some, so, uh, some ideas I, I today. I elaborate on those ones or like try something a whole new I whole love new story. It. But, but I, either way, we're getting kind of a real life story from you at Bedpost, right? I, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm, yeah, I think I like just telling real life stuff. Awesome. I'm pretty heart and sleeve with stuff. Awesome. I love it. You're great today. Thank you so much, You're Laura. great every day. <laughs> um, do you have anything else coming up that you want to tell us about? Uh, I mean, I perform with a really awesome improv troupe named Soda. Soda, yeah. Uh, so we have a show on January 21st, which is really great. Uh, we do, like, I think the third Saturday of every month at SoCap. Perfect. Are you on uh, t- on the Twitter, on the yeah. Instagram? You want yeah, to tell people about it? on the Instagram. Uh, uh, Twitter is Lara Joe Johnson, and then uh, Instagram is Lara E. Johnson. Perfect. Yeah, just to just really just mix it up. Just, <laughs> just to, to confuse people. Just to mix it up. Why, just is a little it, why bit. are things in between my names? Because Lara Johnson is always taken for some reason. <laughs> so I just add letters in between. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Lara. Everybody, you. this has been Lara Johnson, and I'm Erin Pam, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Check back often, guys, because we release a new episode every Friday. And if you want to see Bedpost Live, the variety stage show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday of every month at 8. But please check on our uh, Facebook at Bedpost Erotica or on our Instagram at the Bedpost Sex Show because things are a little wonky at the beginning of the year. But we'll go back to that pattern of the third Friday of every month starting in April. (laughs) Lastly, the Bedpost Podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland who can be reached on Facebook or at her website stephcopelandmusic.com.